On this episode of the B Side, we'll be talking about when a vote fails, now what? Welcome to the B Side, a Blessed Hope podcast where we turn over the sermon notes and answer those lingering questions. Hey, everybody, welcome to B Side. I'm Vince, and I'm here with Pastor Matt, and we are going to be recapping the vote last night on the proposed children's wing. So if you weren't here last night or you were able to pop in and vote before you left to go coach. Here are some results from the vote. Yeah, so uh, I, we were a little bit disappointed uh, to, to have to report that um, the vote did not pass. And so for those that, that don't know how that worked out, uh, we set up uh, the parameter that um, 90% or higher would be straight approval. We would just get started right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything between eighty to ninety percent that we we would um, that that we would start it would approve, but we would raise some money and some pledges ahead of time so that we knew the congregation was really behind it right uh, and anything under eighty uh, percent we would consider as a no go and uh, the vote came in at at about seventy eight and a half percent so that means we we had um, you know, about mm, 21% of our folks that were here last night that weren't comfortable or confident in the plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it did not get approved. Mm-hmm. And I think for uh, people that were here last night and probably for people that are listening that didn't get to be a part of this or have kind of heard through the grapevine from other people that were here, uh, I think the real question uh, is not if it approved what was going to happen. I think people had a pretty clear vision that there was going to be an attachment to the building. Uh, I think what's a little less clear for people is if we're not doing the wing, then what does, or we didn't get approval, what does that mean going forward in the future? Yeah, and I think that's a great question. And and so I'm going to give you the, the, um, the best answer I have along with um, kind of the understanding that, hey, the elders um, are a prayerful group of men, and we are going to continue to meet together and pray together uh, and ask God to, to show us what he wants mm-hmm. from us and where he mm-hmm. wants us to go. And in the short term, it just means this. We won't be building the children's wing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does not mean that our children's ministry will stop. Right. Uh, of course, we'll still continue to do our children's ministry. We do excellent children's ministry. That's why mm-hmm. uh, the the wing was on the table in the first place. That'll mm-hmm. continue. We will continue to reach out to families and individuals that need to know the gospel. We will continue to make inroads um, into our community uh, with the gospel. We will com- continue to storm the gates of hell. This is what we will continue to do. Um, we we just won't be looking at building that wing right this second. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, it, it, it changes maybe uh, the trajectory of what we were trying to do, but it doesn't change the reality of what our mission is and what we're about day in, day out here at Blessed Hope. Right. And I, and I think a, a point of clarification, we said this at the meetings, the vision meetings ahead of time, because people ask questions. Sure. Um, this does not mean that some other design is just going to bubble up and we're just going to vote on a different design. Right, right. Yeah, and I think that's that's fair. I think, you know, the idea of this design was was the prayerful um, um, result of uh, about now, I think we can say, a 20-month process with the vision team yeah. 
that the elders um, had, had kind of put together. Uh, and then they brought that design to the elders. The elders were, were not unified in that for a long time, but through some prayer and fasting came together uh, excitedly about that project and, and then brought it to the congregation. So, so what we voted on was the design. There is no secondary design kind of waiting in the wings. Right. Um, and so we kind of now are, are back to the drawing board as far as what we want to do or how we might want to approach things. And, and all of that will take a, a long time to figure out. There's no, right. uh, okay, well, we'll have another meeting next month and, and we'll vote on this new thing. Right. Uh, yeah, that, that's not out there. Right. And I think uh, one of the things, kind of the elders coming back together to pray and discuss and try to figure out what that mm-hmm. next process is for the next thing um, is that the elders are going to be discussing what's next and that includes conversations um and and i would encourage people that if you have questions if you come in and talk to elders uh they're available they were available last night after the vote and um there may be a, a survey coming down the road to really start to look at this vote and see why people voted the way they voted and that just helps us from a leadership standpoint. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that we want to know and is, is uh, you know, why are we where we are now? I, I, almost, not exactly, but almost four out of five people that were here uh, were on board with the vision. And so we want to ask them, hey, you, you know, uh, you were on board with this. What, what was it that excited you most about it? How, how did that happen? But for those right. that voted no, uh, then there's follow-up questions. Was this a, a financial issue? Did mm-hmm. you think, you know, hey, this addition would be great, but I don't believe I can financially support it, so no. Was right. it, um, you know, guys, I just don't really think we need it. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it a no vote because of maybe not what the addition was, but what it wasn't? Yeah. Uh, and that it didn't include a larger sanctuary. Was that what caused some people to say no? Or, frankly, you know, one of the things that the elders, you know, and, and, and I would want to know is, is this a trust issue? Is this a, mm. you know, we're, we're just not sure we're all in on the leadership. Right. Um, I think any of those are, are things that could cause someone to say, you know what, um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cast a loving no vote on this. And right. those are things that we'd like to know. So, yeah, we could do some surveys, and you can be looking for those, some ways that we'll kind of delve into to what those things are. And I know there's plenty of people that would have liked to have been at the meeting but couldn't because of other things going on, preschool graduations, baseball games, soccer games. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and we'll want to know from those folks, too, like, hey, how are you feeling about this? Right. Our assumption is that the people that were able to be here last night was a good representation of how everyone felt. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but mm-hmm. we'll want to ask those questions so we don't have to assume too many things, but then right. we'll know some, some more facts. Right, and that brings us into, uh, there are a couple of questions I thought were particularly interesting uh, last night post-results. Uh, yeah. And you kind of touched on it, but... The question uh, was basically, was Tuesday the best day to vote? And I think with that carried the the idea of, well, if we could have done it on this day, then so-and-so could have showed up and it would have been passed easily or it would have um, failed or harder, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I think that's an easy game to play, but it's also a dangerous game to play. So so I'm going to answer that question in two parts. One, was Tuesday the best night to have it? I mean... Probably not 
as we as we look at the slate of things that were in the way, right? Uh, oftentimes Tuesday is the best night to have it because that's mm-hmm. a night when there aren't a slate of things in the way. And mm-hmm. you know, when we set these meetings, we we try to keep them consistent. Yeah. Um, you know, so so whether or not Tuesday's the best night, I I couldn't tell you, but. Yeah. Um, I think in the future we might look at trying to do those on a Sunday evening when sports obligations and family obligations might right. be a little bit more minimized. Unfortunately, that means we have to miss things like senior high youth group or other right. things, and, right. and we hate to in, infringe on those. But uh, but as far as this vote goes, it was on a Tuesday night, and there were people that had to be gone. But I, mm-hmm. I want to caution against the idea that, well, you know, if we'd have had it on a different night or if some activities hadn't happened, this would have clearly passed right. or um, things like that. Because the, the problem is we don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we trust God. You know, we put this meeting out there. We prayed over this meeting and, and God not once laid it on our hearts that we needed to move the meeting. And so we weren't being disobedient and having it on a Tuesday. We were where we felt like we needed to be. And um, Sure, there are a few people out there who've indicated, hey, man, if I was there, I would have voted yes. Yeah. Uh, but there may very well be other people out there who, if they had been here, would have voted the other direction. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, I, again, I think what we have to trust is that the, the people that were able to be here were a good representation of the congregation. And, um, you know, we'll do some surveys again to kind of find out what more that looks like, but but I think we can not feel like, oh, this didn't pass because it was on the wrong night. I don't think that would be a good right, um, right. attitude for us to take. Well, and you said it last night, I thought, exceptionally well. Um, you can't just say, well, if so-and-so, if we would have had 10 more people here, then it would have passed. Well, the opposite's true as well. Maybe if we would have had 10 other people here, it, it would have gone down to 60%, or, you yeah. know, and, and the reality of we trust God, and that God brings here who who He needs to vote, and um, and I think it just highlights, regardless of the results, honestly, the importance of showing up, taking the covenant com- commitment seriously, um, and we're not talking about people that have family engagements or just there are probably some people that stayed home for whatever reason, um, and it's. We need you. You're a part of this body, and and we need you. Yeah, I think I think that's a true statement. Um, and, and it's not to it's not to throw um, dirt on anybody that couldn't get here or didn't get here, but mm-hmm. simply to say yes that when you are absent, we notice. Yeah, and and, and not in a oh we're taking attendance kind of way, but right. in that your presence and your heart and your passion and your prayers and your your commitment is 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 needed to make the church yeah. work the way that it we, should. We value you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and another question we had last night that I thought was was interesting, uh, how long till we, we can vote again? Yeah, and I, and I think uh, that's a great question, and I, I love the heart of that, because the thing is, we had, again, we had about 21% of the people saying, yeah, we're not sure we like this plan. Well, that means we had about, you know, 79%, almost four out of five people saying, hey, we are ready and excited and we want to run with this. And so for those folks, there's a little bit of, of hurt involved of like, hey, man, yeah. we've emotionally invested in this. We are ready to financially back this. We're ready to get on board with this, this addition to the church. And so in their minds, they're thinking, hey, man, like, like when can we vote again? When can we um, almost what they're thinking? Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing I shouldn't say I know what they're thinking. Yeah. But my assumption is, because in my, in my more human 
um, side, this is where I go to. How long before we can fix this mistake? Yeah. And I think that's the heart behind a question like that, which I so get. Hey, oh, time out. We voted no on this. Um, how long before we can try again? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I mean, again, in my basest, most human moment, I want to say, well, let's try again today. Everybody get here. Let's vote again. <laughs> um, but I think we have to be really cautious about that because mm-hmm. there's something that we believe to be true. And uh, you, 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 Vince, you'll read this in my, my Facebook post for later today as I kind of try to talk about some of this with the congregation. But we had a sermon last Sunday, just, what, three days ago. Right. Um, about the providence of God. Mm-hmm. And we said that the providence of God is the hand of God working behind the scenes out of his goodness mm-hmm. for the good of his people. And so, um, you know, it's one thing to say, okay, well, the answer was no, let's hurry up and vote again and get a yes answer. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's another thing to say, okay, God's smarter than we are. Mm -hmm. And whatever the reasoning is that the answer was no, it did not catch God off guard that the answer was no. Right. Um, And in his providence, he allowed us to get to this point where the answer was no. And so mm-hmm. I think we, we would be very foolish to say, okay, well, God made a mistake. Right. Or, um, or, oh my goodness, this would be even more dangerous. God didn't care enough about this. So this mm. has nothing to do with the providence mm. of God because God doesn't really care about this in the first place. Yeah. And if that were true, we wouldn't be doing it. Yeah. And so we have to assume that God knows what we don't and that he is working behind the scenes out of his goodness for our good. And maybe that means that we will use this as a catalyst to bring the church completely together so that mm-hmm. six months from now, um, the church can be excitedly 100% all on board for this edition. Right. Um, maybe it's because he has something else for us that we don't even know about yet. Right. I don't know. Right. Um, but yes, we will address this and potentially it will lead to another vote in the future. Uh, we're not talking about anything uh, for months and months and months. Right. You know, I, I think we, we have to figure out what's going on and why the answers were what they were mm-hmm. and what we need to address. Mm-hmm. But... Um, in the meantime, I, I, what I want us to focus on is not the wasted opportunity, and I don't want us to focus on, oh, the wasted time, and oh, right. we're losing so much ground here. What I want us to focus on is the providence of God is real. Mm-hmm. God, out of his goodness, is working behind the scenes to do good for those that love him. And we love him, and we have, um, right. we've asked him to guide us and lead us. We sat, Vince, in that back room, uh, in, in my office, the elders, prior to this meeting last night, and, and we prayed, God, if, if you want it to be yes, make it yes. Right. And if you um, are telling us no, then tell us no. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the fact that, that the vote came in one vote shy of us being able to move forward, right. I, I'm not ready to discount that as, oh, well, that was just dumb luck because we had it on a Tuesday that there was stuff going on. Yeah. Um, I'm ready to say, okay, God, I asked you to tell me, and you told me, mm-hmm. and so now what does that mean for what's next? I think this is the part where the church has to get on our knees, right. and we have to pray, and we have to fast, and we have to ask God what's next and what he wants from us and where we're going. And in the meantime, we, we got to continue to tackle the things that he gives us. Right. And, and it doesn't scare me. Mm-hmm. And I think it, this is such a great opportunity for spiritual growth in, in us and in our church. And uh, I think 
spiritual growth happens when disappointment or hardship comes. And, and this is a, for some people, this is exactly what they wanted. For the majority of people that voted, um, this is a disappointment. And I would just encourage them, yeah, prayer, fast, look into your own heart and, and look to God's heart and, and learn uh, in, in this process how to get closer to God. Yeah, because that's so critical um, that, that we understand what we're doing here and, and what we're not doing here. And we are never um, trying to build Matt's kingdom at Blessed Hope. Uh, we're never trying to build Vince's kingdom at Blessed Hope. Right. None of the elders are about their own kingdom here at Blessed Hope. We are, right. uh, and I, I hope none of the members are about that either. Like, hey, I am proud of us as a church. Yeah, It makes me, it pleases me greatly to be able to say, and it fills me with pride to be able to say, man, I, I pastor Blessed Hope Church. Mm-hmm. Blessed Hope Church is a church that is, is vibrant and growing and is known in the community mm-hmm. as a church that is not self-centered and self-focused, but that is outside of ourselves and wants to, to share the gospel with people right. and, and love on people. And I mean, I am proud to be the pastor of this church, but... Mm-hmm. This is not about that. This is not about me being able to say, look how cool Blessed Hope Church is, and, right. and by proxy, look how great I am as the leader of Blessed Hope Church. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and I'll be just really honest. There's a part of it that stings that way for me, mm-hmm. and I know when I go to prayer, that's something I have to ask God to fix in me. Yeah. There's part of me that's embarrassed because it didn't work, and so I'm stuck thinking, okay, man, oh, you know, when things go great, I get to say, man, I'm a great leader, and then when things struggle a little <laughs> bit, I'm like, oh, no, what does that say about me? But you know what? It's like, hey, this is not about me. It never was about me. If right. this passed, and this was built, and, and it worked the way that we thought it was going to work to just be a ministry center to send this next generation out uh, in full force with the right. gospel, right. that would have been great, but it wouldn't have been because of me. Right. And it's not here. That's not me either. This is God's providence, and we have to trust and follow where he leads. And you only do that by prayer, mm-hmm. petition, study, diving into a relationship with him, and then saying yes to the things he puts in mm-hmm. front of you. Yeah, and so we've kind of covered kind of your own reaction, but uh, I'm sure that you had a fairly similar experience to me. I, I got several text messages and uh, somebody came into my office and, and people just asking me how I felt about yeah. it. And I'm sure you had that as well. Um, I don't know if you have anything else to share. I mean, I feel like you shared some, but I'm sure there's more. Yeah, I, I think, you know, like I said, I, in, in transparency, you know, I, 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 was, uh, I was never angry, but mm-hmm. I was confused. Right. Um, and, and I was a little hurt. Uh, and, and mostly embarrassed, if I'm honest, which is silly, I think, to be embarrassed. But that's, that's where I was, is, is man, you know, we, 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 we've been pushing, pushing, pushing. Uh, and, you know, then it, then it, causes, it causes question about, well, you know, I mean, are we leading well? Um, yeah. Do people trust the elders and, and the vision that they've shared with the church? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, you know, did we make foolish mistakes along the way that mm-hmm. just caused us to get here? Because as much as I trust the providence of God, I also know that God won't fix stupid. Right. You know, so if we did stupid things along the way, did that, did that contribute to this? But ultimately, I can play that what-if game mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. over and over and over again. And so here's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. I'm at the place where I, I'm disappointed Mm-hmm. but I'm confident. 
Mm -hmm. I'm disappointed in the outcome. I'm not mad at the outcome. I'm disappointed, and I'm confident in the providence of God. I'm confident that he knew what was going to happen. I'm confident that he has been preparing us. I'm confident that even though the answer was no, that the elders did not shirk their responsibility to be prayerful and be unified and do this in a way that honored God. And so where we are now does not scare me. Right. Yeah, and and I think for me, uh, those initial conversations and and, uh, those internal feelings that I felt um, when I first heard it was... I, I was honestly frustrated. Yeah. Um, and, and as the children's and youth guy, um, I love that plan. It, it, it ticked a lot of boxes uh, for me. And, and I was like, well, we get to have our own uh, dedicated worship space. We get to have bathrooms and, and rooms. We get, to, you know, we get to have a lot of the things that um, I felt we needed. And, and so when it came back, 78% uh, frustrated and, yeah. and confused. Um, and and hurt not in the sense like oh like you know but just kind of like did we did I did we did we do something in this process um, that didn't create enough excitement or didn't cast the vision uh, as clearly as as we could have um, but it comes down to this and God kind of put this in front of me last night was. Um, God moved through 2.5 million people in a desert, basically with a circus tent, it, through Moses, and and it's not equivalent to this at all, um, <laughs> but it's just encouragement that, you know, facilities don't necessarily make the ministry work. It, it's God that makes the ministry work, and it, it's just, it's this simple. Kids still need the gospel. Parents still need support, and volunteers still need to be trained. And nothing in my job description has changed because of a 78% or an 80% or a 90%. It is all still the same. There's still ministry. There's still gospel work to be done. And there's still a generation that needs to know Jesus. Yeah, and I think that's, that's the key. And, and I think that's just a great, a, a great perspective is we will still be the church. Mm-hmm. Um, so as, as frustrated as people might feel today, I want to encourage them. Look, we are the church, and the church is on mission. And Blessed Hope is on mission. Uh, and, and we are about the kingdom of God, and we are about advancing the kingdom of God because God says so. Um, and that is what it is. Um, and and I, I would say, maybe in a final thought, I would just add this out there too, Vince, that um, I want to encourage everybody that unity in the church mm-hmm. is key. Yeah. I, I don't want anybody to walk away um, in this instance dishonoring the church, dishonoring God right. because of frustration. Right. And so if... if uh, you know, if if you're feeling confused or upset or whatever, that you know, that's fine. I get it. Right. Take that to the Lord in prayer. Come talk to Vince. Come talk to me. Talk to any of the elders, and, and, and we'll share that with you and, and work through that with you. Mm-hmm. But this is not something that we're going to go and we're going to risk the reputation of the church because people didn't agree with us. Right. I, I can't stress enough that unity in this is key. And frankly, we prayed that last night too, mm-hmm. because we knew that, that this wasn't going to be a hundred percent one way or the other. So no matter what right. happened, if it approved, there were going to be a handful of people that were frustrated at its approval. 
approval. And right. if it wasn't approved, there would be people frustrated at its not approval in our prayer before the thing even started. Um, secondarily to God showing up and telling us clearly what direction we were going right. was that God would bind the church together in unity, in purpose, in passion, and which is why I think what you said is so critical. Kids need the gospel. Parents need support. Volunteers need trained. The community needs to be impacted for Jesus Christ. That is the mission we have. It's the mission we've always had. That doesn't change. And that mission is more important than anything else. And so church, listen, be unified. Do not grumble against one another. Do not become embittered against one another, but dig into relationships. Love well and just allow God to do what he's doing. This is uh, a rubber meets the road kind of a moment. Right. Considering last week we talked about the providence of God. You mm -hmm. and I have been on here before talking about growing with relationship into the one another's that happen yeah. in the church. And this is a rubber meets the road moment. I don't care what side of this you fall on. Um, you're called to love well and to mm -hmm. grow together mm -hmm. in unity. And that is how we will win this community and the next generation, and how we will make inroads uh, yeah. for the kingdom. And, and the simple fact, that's Jesus's prayer in John 17. He prays that we would be one as he is one with God. And, and so let's follow Jesus. Yeah, right? That's a good place to be. So, yeah, we thank you guys for, uh, you know, caring about this, for being invested, for voting, and um, for listening to this. We honestly... Let's go forward. There's a mission. Let's not stumble over ourselves, our own egos, our own grumbling. Let's go get it. Absolutely. Vince, I appreciate it.